I am so excited for you all to hear from our guests today. Today, we are joined by several folks from the Learn Life Nature Hub for primary years all the way in Barcelona, Spain. We have Kie Fiena, who is a learning guide and primary years lead, and he's brought along two primary years students, Eden and Nico. I can't wait for you to hear from these insightful voices around educational innovation and in their own words, describing a school that is fun and interesting with choices and freedom. This conversation for context was recorded on October 4th, 2021. Let's get right to it. Hi, I'm Lindsay Lyons, and I love helping school communities envision bold possibilities, take brave action to make those dreams a reality, and sustain an inclusive, anti-racist culture where all students thrive. I'm a former teacher leader turned instructional coach, educational consultant, and leadership scholar. If you're a leader in the education world, whether you're a principal, superintendent, instructional coach, or a classroom teacher excited about school-wide change like I was, you are a leader. And if you enjoy nerding out about the latest educational books and podcasts, if you're committed to a lifelong journey of learning and growth and being the best version of yourself, you're going to love the Time for Teachership podcast. Let's dive in. Today, I am welcomed by three folks from the Learn Life Nature Hub for primary years in Gaba, Spain, near the, in the Barcelona area. And I am so excited to turn it over to them to introduce themselves and talk a little bit about the school. Welcome, everybody. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm, I can start introducing myself. I'm Guille Villena. I'm currently the primary years lead of the Nature Hub programs. Um, I have been involved with Learn Life for almost three years. I started in the Urban Hub with the secondary years programs. And uh, we started the primary years project a year ago after the, well, in the midst of the pandemic and the lockdown. So it was a very interesting point to start the project. But here we are with the second year growing in numbers, um, iterating the programs, and we're very, very excited for all of the new adventures to come. And here with me, I have two learners who will introduce themselves with their name, their age, and their favorite animal. My name is Eden. I'm 10 years old, and my favorite animals are um, canines. My name is Nico. I'm 10 years old, and my favorite animal is the cheetah. That is brilliant. Thank you so much. That's really fun to learn about your favorite animals. And also very interesting animal choices. I feel like those, those are really spot on. <laughs> so one of the first things I'd love to dive into is there is a an educator and a, a scholar. Her name is Dr. Bettina Love. And she talks about this idea called freedom dreaming. And she says, what we're doing, right, when we think about education as we want it to be, She's like, we're really thinking about dreams grounded in the critique or the criticism of injustice. And so I'm curious to know for you all, what is the big dream that you hold for the field of education? Like, what do you wish school would be if it could be everything that you wanted it to be? Hmm. So our big, big, big dream as an organization is to help achieve a 21st century learning model that empowers self-directed learners um, into the personal learning. Um, and I would like to extend this question to, to Eden and Nico. 
and what would be what uh, what would a perfect school look like for you to me it would be fun mm -hmm. interesting lots of um choices not just like give you a paper and you have to do it um like now you're allowed to work with people and you don't have to sit desks in a row um the best school for me would be uh that the school would be fun and you know that you're learning something and using technology too and yeah that's a brilliant answer. Thank you. Thank you both. That sounds like a really cool school that you're all painting collectively. I would like to attend that school. That sounds great. Um, the next question I want to ask you is, you know, there are some teachers and some leaders who are just amazing right there. They, they bring that to life. They make school fun and interesting and, and they use technology and they do all those things you're talking about. And so I want to know what are like the ways that those teachers or leaders uh, really help facilitate the learning. So what mindsets or ways of thinking about students do they have, or what do they do as teachers that are really helpful for you? I, I can start and then I'll extend the, the question. Um, I would say the first thing that these leaders or, or teachers, or as we call them, learning guides, need to have is a very um, strong awareness of what positive relationships are. Um, because that's in our core of, of what we do, um, positive relationships among the uh, for the learners, between ourselves um, as colleagues, um, with uh, the outer community. And um, I think that's uh, a key, a key uh, mindset. Also being able, being agile, um, being able to uh, navigate through uncertainty, having a growth mindset, um, divergent thinking, and especially being able to collaborate. Um, we have shifted from a solo mindset um, and most teachers in traditional systems work by themselves. And we have shifted that mindset into collaboration and working um, in, in collaboration with our, with our with other learning guides and, and the wider company. No? So that for me, those would be the, the mi main mindsets. I don't know how Eden and Nico value, what, what is the thing that you most value about the learning guides here at Learn Life? That they're kind and like, I don't know how to say it, um, creative and that they can join you and help you if you have problems and yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's nice that, that the teachers are nice and that they motivate you and accept your ideas and um, yeah. I love those answers, absolutely. I love the idea of accepting your ideas and, and being creative, right? And, and partnering with people outside of both collegiately, like both, you know, as colleagues and also outside of the school, the super cool ideas. So I'd love to think about the people who are listening now. There are a lot of people who are going to be, um, you know, educators, they're, they're learning guides in their own school. Um, they are maybe leaders or heads of school, um, even family members as well, but, but people who are really helping to educate and, and help children learn. 
And I'm wondering what advice you would give them. So what, what advice would you give them in terms of what they can do to make that dream come to life? Um, what action or thing can they, can they do to really um, be the type of educators and learning guides that you were just describing? Um, I would say, so if you're a parent, I would um, challenge you to think, how am I helping my kid to be ready for her or his future? Um, if you're a school leader, um, I would challenge you to think, how am I empowering my community to enable change? And if you're a teacher, um, I would um, challenge you to think, how can I be the driver of change in my own community? And for everyone, um, I would suggest that we think or we remind ourselves to think more as a learner. So putting ourselves in, a learn in the learner's shoes and thinking about every single um, decision that we take or that we make if we're doing it from the learner's perspective. Because sometimes we get caught into the routines and the status quo and we, we keep forgetting um, the learner. And at least for us, what, what everything that we do is for the learner. So I would invite um, everyone to, to think as if they were a learner. Beautiful. Eden and Nico, did you have anything you wanted to say? Advice for teachers or, or learning guides? <laughs> That's totally okay. Thank you. Um, so this question is for, for all of you. What is a school experience that you've had? It could be this year. It could be, you know, previous years um, that helped you or influenced you the most. What is a cool experience that you've had that made you feel like, oh, I love this or that inspired you? And yeah. And um, that it was not, it was a lot different my other school mm -hmm. you could choose what to do like you could choose what to learn what you want to learn and you were more like a bit um, free because in the other school you needed to sit all the time on mm. your desk and mm. write on your paper and that was and you learned a lot of English like when I came here, I know I know um, not a lot of English, and now I think I can speak better English. Yeah, I mean you've you've done such a you've grown so much in English, Nico, that in in a year. So you should be very proud of yourself. I totally agree. And what about you, Eden? What is an, an experience here at Learn Life that has inspired you or that was different from your um, previous school? My other school, like, they give you something to do. And if you did not understand it, you'd have to stay through, like, snack attack. Hmm. And you'd have to work. And then when it was, like, one minute left, you could go out and have a breather. But then you'd have to come straight back up. But here, it's different. You get to stop, you get to have a snack, and then another day you get to finish it. Mm -hmm. And for me, a uh, school experience that I had, um, I guess that I would pick um, when I was a teenager. Um, I suffered uh, from bullying, and I think that has helped me in my professional growth as an educator because I keep reminding myself 
um, how learners feel in socially in in the classroom or or at school. Um, there are sometimes that they are invisible and they if there's not a safe space for them, they will never share how they feel and they will be trapped in this nightmare that they're experiencing. So for me, that was eye-opening. And I, my, one of my goals is to ensure that we have a safe space and that we empower them uh, to, to in, in emotional um, education um, and that the culture for learning here is very positive. And that's why I was stressing so much the idea of positive relationships. Thank you so much for sharing that. I think that's so important. Sometimes we only think, and I think Eden's answer speaks to that as well too, right? That you have to do this work at the expense of everything else. You can't have snack time. You you can't focus on the social well-being of children. And that clearly isn't what people want, right? Like Eden was saying, it's way better to have snack time and then be able to, to finish your work later or just pay attention to, you know, how kids are doing in the larger, like, you know, whole self that they bring to school, not just in academics. Um, and, you know, Nico, to your point, I think it's really powerful. You said that we are choosing, right? We're, we're, I love your quote. You, uh, you kind of, you are a bit free, right? Like in this, in this new school that you're in now, right. Compared to your previous school. And I'd love to hear, you know, what are some of the things just to give people an idea? I think the way that you all learn in your current school is really different from maybe some of the people who are listening, the schools they've been to as children or the schools they teach at now. And so could you tell me a little bit about, you know, what's a, what's a project or what's a, a thing that you have chosen to learn about uh, recently in, in one of your classes? So for impassion projects, for example, can you tell them what, what, what that's about? So passion projects, you choose a project which you wanted to do or you want to do. And then you get to create it and you have to like um, write how many materials you need, how long you think it'll take you. And then once you're done on Fridays, there's community meeting where you get to show your project to the whole school. That sounds amazing. So what were some of the passion projects that you both have been working on? I'm going to make a lamp. And I'm also doing a bakery with two other friends of mine. That's incredible. Nico, what about you? Um, I really like um, super, superheroes, like Marvel characters. So I decided to build trying to build like a um, cardboard Iron Man suit. That is really cool. Oh, that's so awesome. Wow, you are impressive learners. I am very excited to, to hear more about these projects later on when you're done. Uh, that's so great. So as we are kind of coming to the close of the episode, I would love for you to share either something that you wish that listeners would do. I know you're talking about um, advice earlier, or if it's easier, what's the most important thing that we talked about today that you want people to remember as they stop listening to the episode and, and go about the rest of their day? Any ideas? What is something they would like the um, viewers to remember of, of what you said, or the most important thing? Hear other people's opinions and not just do whatever you want and try them out. Um, for me is again not to to recall our 
ourselves as, as learners and our past experiences in school and um, reflect on that and see what is the impact that we can make with, with that mindset. Excellent suggestions. Um, as one of the questions I really like to ask as just kind of a fun question at the end, and I think I kind of asked this already of Eden and Nico, but feel free to add something else. Um, you know, what is something that you have been learning about lately? And so for Gia, I think one of the things I think about is, you know, as, as adults sometimes and, and learning guides, um, that commitment, as you were saying earlier to constantly grow, uh, is so important. And so just to kind of model that we are always learning as well as adults, um, you know, something that you've been learning about lately. Um, here, I, 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 I totally agree with you here. We see ourselves also as learners. So, um, I'm currently being a learner, uh, in surfing. Uh, I started uh, learning how to surf. And uh, actually, I remember Eden uh, last Showing year. Yeah, exactly. You were giving me some tips, uh, which I have been using lately. So I always remember you when when I surf. Um, yeah, and for me, it's it's uh, having a growth mindset surfing. It's it's challenging, but very, very exciting. What about you guys? What is something that you have been learning lately? I've been learning how to play the piano since last Christmas, and I think I've improved quite a lot. But I still have to learn how to read the notes better. What about you, Nico? Or here, learn like, like in Natural Systems or Explora or... I don't know. Memory loss. <laughs> it is hard to be interviewed so i understand <laughs> you'll think of something amazing that you want to say later <laughs> i'm sure awesome well thank you all for sharing and is there anywhere that if someone who's listening really wants to check out more about the work that your school is doing or um if your your school has a, a website or, or wants to connect is there somewhere that people can go to just follow the great stuff that that's happening yeah i mean uh they can log in to learnlife.com and then follow us in our social media channels. Uh, we're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, LinkedIn. Perfect. I will link to those in the show notes too, so people can be able to click those easily. And I just want to say one more time to Gia, Eden, and Nico, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to, to speak with us and to speak to the listeners. I really appreciate you all being on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for, for the time and congratulations uh, for your podcast. Thanks for listening, amazing educators. If you loved this episode, you can share it on social media and tag me at Lindsay Beth Lyons or leave a review of the show so leaders like you will be more likely to find it. To continue the conversation, you can head over to our Time for Teachership Facebook group and join our community of educational visionaries. Until next time, leaders, continue to think big, act brave, and be your best self. Thank you.